I'm Jonathan Messenger, broadcasting to you live from my home, where I record a kid's podcast with my son, Griffin. John dreams of inspiring other parents to create something with their kids. American Family Insurance is helping to make that dream happen right now. Dad, what else does a monster look like? It was so huge. John's podcast began at home, and your dreams can too. Learn more about American Family's home insurance at mfam.com. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. It's time to take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Spa and Wellness Director Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. listeners and our in-studio audience. I am so excited. We have on the phone Sarah Swati calling in from New York and I have in-studio Kristen Joseph and Barry Rosencrantz who we'll talk about more but let's jump right in. Sarah Swati, can you hear me? I'm fine. Good morning. Welcome and good morning and thank you for your time again. This hasn't been back-to-back weeks, right? We had a week in between uh, that we didn't talk. I believe it was last week. Did we talk last week? I don't know. It's a blur. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we did, because last week we did have you um, at Walden, and we did the cacao ceremony and the beautiful cacao and sound journey experience with you. And so that's why we wanted to have you call back because we have uh, not only some questions, but uh, questions, lots of questions, right ladies? Lots of questions. (laughs) So uh, so can I just jump right in and- Please. Okay. Thank you for having me. Yes. So, okay, my first question, and it's maybe gonna be a little long-winded to get to it, but um, I, I actually studied with somebody who um, teaches at Kripalu a lot, and um, she actually got her PhD in, um, gosh, I don't know how she labeled it, but her PhD was basically on how to integrate um, after you have a intensive experience or workshop experience or ceremony experience, right, because the power the transformation, the activations, everything that happens during a um, a ceremony or intensive or workshop experience is so powerful. And the group that you create that with, it's so powerful. And then people then have to then reacclimate into a life that seems to be a little bit of a different vibration, right? And so she did her PhD on this one topic. And so um, having three of us here in studio who were at the ceremony and you, the ceremony leader, I just want to maybe talk about this not only for us and and the people who were at your, your amazing experience last weekend, but then anybody who goes into some kind of life transformative experience and maybe doesn't know how to integrate that or some of the signs or things they can expect after a ceremony experience. Does that sound like a good topic? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. So, so number one, um, can you just go over for those who are tuning in who maybe did not get it, attend the ceremony experience that we had with you last weekend, the cacao and sound journey, um, or didn't hear us talk to you two weeks ago and, and explain this. Can you give us um, a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then uh, what you brought to Walden last weekend. Sure. So I uh, first I come from a yoga, uh, yoga background, um, and the lineage of yoga that I am um, a part of is Sri Dharmamitra, which you are all familiar with at Spa Walden, uh, with Barry and what she shares with the community there. But I have been uh, on the path, for lack of a better term. Um, I started yoga 
seriously uh, practicing yoga, um, became also vegan, and started studying herbal medicine and plant medicine at the age of 15. Mm -hmm. um, started teaching yoga and leading formal yoga classes uh, at the age of 20, and opened a studio That's how it always starts, right? <laughs> I'm just going to play. <laughs> with gongs and we know that in the history of yoga the first yogic instrument was a uh, gong actually mm. um so now i work you know i've broadened the the sound experience i've kind of come full circle back to to plant medicine and and my relationship and working with cacao and leading these ceremonies mm. so what I brought to Walden was a cacao ceremony where we all came together and we drank ceremonial grade cacao, which has no caffeine, and we drank it in the traditional way and had circled together, uh, which really opened the space not only for heart expansiveness, but for each individual to come into to their heart space mm -hmm. and to clear away the, the clutter of the mind or heart or physical body and parameters of just our day-to-day -day lives mm -hmm. you know just to come back to the self and then we had a nice sound journey experience where the participants then got to lie in shavasana the yogic relaxation pose while i played different alchemy singing bowls different um, gongs planetary gongs elemental gongs and some other sound medicine instruments and I can't wait to hear about your mm -hmm. um, experience and talk more about also the integration piece because that is very, very important yes. of how to integrate all these practices, um, all these different modalities into our day-to-day -day life, into the mundane, to make the mundane not so mundane, to make everything sacred and holy in mm -hmm. our lives and have that realization that it is, mm -hmm. it truly is. Yeah, so since we have... Barry Rosencrantz and Christian Joseph here in, in studio who both partook in the ceremony. I'd love to get their feedback um, for you and then also the collective because I'm blessed enough to be in contact with quite a few of the people who came and experienced ceremony. So I even have five other people that I can speak for also mm -hmm. to give a bit of feedback um, on the experience for so uh, we'll look at Mike one here so <laughs> Barry so Hi. so give us a little bit yes give so, your love to Saraswati Saraswati <laughs> Namaskar and totally awesome to have been in your presence and to have had the opportunity to be um, spiritually lifted and very much how can I say moved changed emotionally riveted but mm -hmm. also relaxed um, 
zened out in your beautiful ceremony with the sound bath and even in that beautiful exercise where we focused on each other's faces for a period of time mm. was very special and changed me incrementally little bits and changes inside no one can see it but me but I know mm -hmm. it existed and made a beautiful connection with your philosophy and your practice and how you shared so generously all that you're passionate about all that you learned throughout the years and all of your expertise to guide us towards a an emotional shift a spiritual shift and mm -hmm. also a higher level of awareness so how did that happen, Barry? Because so exactly. a physical, emotional, happen? yeah, have okay, you so had that? Physically, I felt happy and high vibratory levels from the cacao. It's totally, not just giddy, but like I felt my <laughs> sensory organs, my sensory tactile, everything was heightened and elevated in a positive way. Just really great vibrations that old song good vibrations well there you had it right there <laughs> and then um emotionally i felt a shift from uh, any sort of preconception about what i am currently doing for myself with my path shifted a little bit more towards ease and relaxation and peacefulness and trust and then within my level of expansiveness to an experience I felt completely open and receptive. Sri Dharma always says be receptive to the grace of God that dwells inside your heart and so with my amazing journey with you this weekend I felt even more receptive to everything that the universe has to give. So the shift happened even later on in the week when I, I teach classes throughout the week and um, some of them are two hour long classes, some of them are an hour and ten minutes and throughout that class I felt a small shift of the way that I've been teaching Dharma Yoga for the past year and a half of ease, of more generosity, of more relaxing. I feel like you gave me a little shine, some light, because you've been on that path with Sri Dharma for such a beautiful long period of time. You've eased into it being a part of you. I feel like you transmitted through your education a bit more ease and self connection to dharma so it sounds i don't know does that make sense yes. can you can you imagine all that uh sarasati i'm gonna let you respond <laughs> <laughs> i so much i didn't even know how much i was saying just now uh um well being you know being in the presence and being in the presence with everybody and sharing this this experience i mean that's what the cut cow does it just kind of uncorks your heart so you know sharing this experience with everybody uh really gets us you know like just into that love state yes um where just like barry was sharing where you know when you're doing the mirroring exercise where you're sitting across from the individual it's impossible not to just love them completely and unconditionally uh, that's the power of cacao because of all of the not only the consciousness of um, that particular plant you know is the the heart but all the feel-good hormones that that activate so if i was hearing um berries sharing an experience correctly you know it just helped her to remember that that all really exists within her and so so being in the presence and sharing this experience together, it kind of just like it lifts the dust that has settled in the dust that has settled in our lives. You can think of it as just the things that aren't so important that we get caught up in day after day. And it just keeps settling and keeps settling and keeps settling. And so when we have this sound experience and also the cacao, it shakes that dust up and off. It's like a dog when they come in from outside in the rain and they shake off, right? Mm -hmm. Everything. So that we can remember what is important so that we can really connect to that 
that love spring, the wellspring within us, our generosity, our interconnectedness with everything. Um, and that power lies within each of us as individuals. You had mentioned you had mentioned um, the koshas, the layers of the personal sheets during the ceremony, and just exactly what you said. For me personally, I felt as if removing the sheets and getting down, 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 all yeah. the way down past Anamaya Kosha, Pranamaya Kosha, getting back down into the this little self of love, Atman, right deep in the center. It was exactly what you said, a dusting off of all things that may just be weighing down that we don't even realize, and then left right. is love. And so much love proliferated in that room for those three hours, and you felt it. We all yeah. felt it. It was transmitted mm -hmm. through this beautiful circle of love. We were all connected to your ceremony with total endearment and, and presence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful space. Okay, Kristen? <laughs> well, anytime, anytime I am headed to the Walden, because I live an hour away, I, I, I get a higher vibration. I'm more excited. Um, so I knew going, I was going to enjoy it no matter what. And um, I was just excited to experience something new and learn something new. And that was my first experience with the cacao. And I felt like it was a safe space mm -hmm. and a creative space and like-minded mm -hmm. space. And um, that you kind of could just like let go while you're there. You didn't have to worry about, oh, what are people going to think? What... My family's going to think I'm crazy. Yeah. Like everybody there no was there for the same yeah. for the same reason. Mm -hmm. And um, in my day-to-day -day life, uh, turning inwards more difficult where when I go to the Walden or a intensive ceremony or um, the sound bath, it like just totally immerses you so that I can connect physically, mentally, spiritually. And um, I, I question some direction in my life with certain things that I, I'm doing. And I felt like I got answers. And they were simple answers. And, um, and I left feeling blissful. Like, like I just felt new and mm -hmm. renewed. And um, so it was a great experience. And my question is, when are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. ready for more. <laughs> I'm ready to come back. I hope, yeah, I hope I hope very soon. We'll boomerang you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I'm headed to Iceland uh, next on um, Monday, and uh, I'm for an intensive journeys. Would you call this um, an intensive? Is it a full schedule that people yeah. can go and be with you? It's it, this one is not an intensive that's going to be in June, mm -hmm. um, but I am uh, going to be playing uh, the gongs by the sea. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is more. This trip is more about connection mm -hmm. for me. Um, but the intensive I lead uh, will be in June. But I'm kind of doing a mini intensive here in Syracuse this weekend. I'm playing a sound journey tonight and then leading a cacao ceremony for honoring the ancestors the Day of the Dead tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question because I'm touching base with quite a few people, five to be exact. Um, after this ceremony, we each, uh, some of them had scheduled plans, which mm -hmm. I'm sorry for them to have done that to themselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, they, so the two that scheduled something right after actually had mm -hmm. to leave, like just said, thank you, but no thank you, and left. And all of us, went and went into a complete deep sleep immediately and I think we ended at eight <laughs> eight o'clock yeah. and so by 8 30 all of us were complete out I don't know Barry Kristen did you guys well, have the same thing actually I didn't I was so charged I don't think I went to bed till 12 30 at night and I am an early bird I am usually asleep by 10 30, <laughs> 10 o'clock. I felt completely exhilarated mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I was up and doing things and talking and doing 
just inner meditation and I was even lying in bed just thinking gracious thoughts how happy and grateful I am for this experience and just coming into moments of gratitude left and right yeah Kristen I felt a little charged also um, (laughs) but I had to go home and put my little ones to sleep and so I went back to my life so Uh I I think if I would have like stayed over at the Walden maybe Uh it would have continued and I would have been up, but I ended up laying in bed with my five-year-old putting her to bed. So I did fall asleep pretty quickly, Yeah, but I felt really charged after. Like you didn't want to leave. So interesting. So very different experiences because Mm -hmm. I had to go home and go right to sleep. I actually got up from um, the end of the sound journey and walk to the back of the room and I was running so much it felt to me like an activation energy mm-hmm. I could not quit and I started yeah. to get dizzy and I had to go to the back of the room and lay down before I passed out and so I laid down and grounded for another five seconds and then I ran out of the building and got into a car <laughs> and, yeah. and then went to sleep. So very different experiences. Did you have the best sleep ever though? Oh, best sleep ever. And it's amazing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's so nice and deep. Yeah. Which to yeah. me, right. I do it a, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot of this kind of work. So to me, that's a definite integration, right? So when you're, right. when you're bringing in that much high vibrational energy, um, and the physical, the, the body can't handle it in a conscious mm-hmm. state. You know, it mm-hmm. needs to go dormant yeah. to receive and activate, integrate. Yeah. I call it, they, they, they take you out. They take you out, exactly. <laughs> they take to, you out. You have to lie horizontal, they take you out. <laughs> so, Swati, can you please explain to the listeners a little bit more about the deva and also the cacao uh, essence or the history and why cacao is involved in a ceremony as opposed to something else that could be in a ceremony that you eat, let's say. Yeah, um, I can do a a little bit of a a brief recap. That's a a good point. Um, So the the cacao deva, as I explained uh, a little bit last time, each each plant, whether it's peppermint you're growing in your garden or cacao, ha- contains a particular consciousness, right? Or, or we believe that they contain a particular spirit. So if you're not comfortable with the term, say, spirit, you could say that each plant contains a particular consciousness. It contains particular energetic principles. And so the cacao deva, um, which deva is the beloved term for the cacao spirit um, or consciousness is that of the, the heart. It expands the heart. It uncorks the heart. And she bridges the mind and heart together. And as we know, cacao, and the way that we um, drink it was in its traditional way, or it's about as traditional as you can get, you know, in 2018, <laughs> Um, but the cacao is fermented. So there's actually no caffeine in the cacao. And it's the whole cacao um, bean that has been buried underground for three days to ferment. So it contains all the fat. It contains all the original chemical constituents and properties. And how it was used, um, it was prepared in such a way that I prepared it. And... Uh, it's just mixed with water, um, and then it's a drink. So it's never heated until it smokes, um, and that, again, is to contain all the chemical properties of the cacao. Uh, we know it's the highest source of magnesium on the planet. We also know that it you know, kicks in those endorphins and works particularly with everybody's favorite, anandamide, the bliss uh, chemical. Also working with the hormones like oxytocin, right, which makes us, uh, many of us, which many of us experience, you know, that connection, that love fills, that heart connection uh, that brought us um, and brings us closer together. 
So there's a lot of ways that, you know, it could be used. Um, you can drink it with your beloved, you know, to deepen connection in that way. And we also know that cacao is wonderful for fertility. Uh, it represented in Mayan culture also abundance and was sometimes valued and worth more than coin. This is my camera. Okay. <laughs> That's my camera I alarm. Like, I feel the vibration. We call it dance party time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's many, many uses. Also, you know, I, I know of uh, ITs and, and people who have used it uh, to write code. People who used to use or drink the cacao to write books or be in their creative process. So let's talk about that because, um, so to me, if it's heart-centered, right? Heart-centered, if we're talking dimensionally, that would be fourth dimension, which is when you hit fourth dimension, it's like no time, no space, right? Mm -hmm. So is that what you think, or what to you, is that what expands people past kind of the limiting maybe constructs of, of everyday life into something that is expansive you keep saying the heart expansiveness and so yeah tapping yes. into that yeah so it you know it it does it it taps into that so we can view view and really integrate everything with that that consciousness mm -hmm. so it's not creating a duality Say I'm you, I'm drinking a cup of ceremonial grade cacao to answer emails. So yes, it's making me one pointed and focused, but it's removing perhaps the duality or the aversion I have to emails. <laughs> <laughs> so it's making it, you know, uh, more of a sacred experience, a heart centered experience. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a more present experience mm -hmm. um, than. If I, you know, on any other ordinary day, um, if I'm not holding that consciousness with or without the cacao, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, it's about, you know, we talked a little bit about the integration piece. It's like, how can we integrate in such a way that, you know, when we're taking the kids and dropping them off at school, when we're paying the taxes, you know, what wherever it is, you have like, aversion or gets stuck or the dust settles and you you can't see the holiness or the sacredness or the and be fully present in that heart space in any given moment um you know how we can integrate and and hold that frequency or space uh with every activity and would you say by by drinking the cacao and tapping into or being able to feel physically yeah. what this feels like that then it allows us to achieve this state going forward without the cacao yeah i don't drink it every day i go through periods when i was training i was having ceremony every day mm -hmm. then i've been off of it for months mm -hmm. at a time um yeah because what it does is it it helps us to remember mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so it helps us to remember the our holiness that helps us to remember the holiness of one another it helps us to remember how precious um life is connection is hmm. yeah kristen i have a question can um can you introduce it to family and friends who haven't been to the ceremony is it as effective or um dangerous yeah i mean <laughs> no i mean ceremony is a little different uh of course, um, but you can certainly share it. You would share it in smaller doses. So say like I'm just drinking it or, um, you know, sharing it with family, with friends. Um, you know, I would just dose it appropriately. Um, you know, sharing 20 grams with an individual is, is plenty. Um, 20 grams of the, the ceremonial grade cacao and then a cup of water and, and uh, sharing that is phenomenal or you can just put a tablespoon you know in your morning smoothie or morning elixir 
um, so, and share it that way and still receive the benefits. Quick, uh, quick interjection, because I'm sure yes. this is making people very intrigued on where to get the cacao. And so mm-hmm. I know you sell ceremonial grade um, mm-hmm. cacao. So do you have a website or something you could tell people right now who are maybe curious or already Googling? <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's, it's com, And you can just email us directly off the website and we can ship that out to you. I also am in the process of uh, actually having it prepared, like shaved, you know, so it's still oh, the ceremony mm-hmm. grade, but just weighed out. Um, Portion you know, out for people, and, making it mm-hmm. easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and different uh, synergistic blends. Like I really love to infuse it with a rose tea. Mm. is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, having these little synergistic packages. Are you going to include uh, like an um, intentional prayer or uh, always? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So whenever and whenever I'm uh, obviously preparing the cacao, it's Mm -hmm. in a certain mind space, heart space Mm -hmm. uh, with mantra, etc. Yeah. Beautiful. So I had an interesting listen to this. Of course, synchronicity is life, right? But uh, Tuesday, I had a field trip for my son, and we went to locally uh, Mobius Nature Center, which is right next to, it's on Sunny Lake Park for all of all of you locals out there. And, um, and one of the things that they were telling us, um, two of the hosts, the nature hosts, were telling us, they started talking about chocolate and how chocolate, mm. you know, the cacao trees. And then they started saying that there was an insect, one insect that actually pollinates, and it's very specific, pollinates cacao trees, and this insect is actually endangered. Did you know oh, that? Wow. I haven't heard that yet, but it does not um, surprise me. Um, that's fascinating. Uh, so my initial thought was we need to bring Saraswati back and do some kind of donation to whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. yeah. Save, yeah. The, save the insects. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> I sure. I don't even I know what the name was. Yeah, I I'll just... have to research that. Yes. And, yeah. Um, that's really fascinating. Very fa- on so many levels, mm-hmm. right? Everything mm-hmm. sacred seems to have its time in the, in the, um, or everything. I think what as humans we put such um, high importance on the things that are scarce, right? And so, like diamonds, yeah. right? We make and then they become scarce or rare, right? And right. so, I think that's kind of I don't know. I haven't thought about mm-hmm. it enough, but it seems almost like the pendulum swing as things become. Uh, very sacred or or revered, you know, then it seems to be that the pendulum has to swing to almost take it out of abundance, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> that wasn't the right way to say that. But. Yeah. <laughs> but even as you're mentioning about scarcity and something being rare and sacred, I feel as if love, true love, true connection, true consideration and compassion for people who are in your lives and also friends, family, partners, pets, that is something to tap back into and to appreciate. And I think there's something really cool about the cacao ceremony and the eating, drinking this delicious cacao to remind you. And it allows you to tap into the feeling of compassion for animals and people in your lives who maybe you never really went that next step to go deep in enough with. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It seems like, I hate to use the term just elixir, but I feel as if the cacao can have so many, the ceremony or the drinking of it, so many positive effects on people, individual, quiet, personal lives. Mm -hmm. Not just in a Mm -hmm. big group setting, but if you really integrated it into your life. Mm -hmm. Imagine. Imagine. So, Saraswati, tell us how you do integrate. Maybe that's a great lead. lead Yeah, yeah, that's it. Keep it simple. You know, so if we look at um, how we drank uh, 
the ceremonial grape cacao, it's simple. It's it's really simple. It's not been adulterated and had all of this elaborate things and you know like chalk the, the chocolate industry is right it's in its simplest form and essence and so even with integration i think that is a big piece is keep it simple so often we make things so uh, elaborate or more difficult than they need to be where integration can be as simple as rest staying well hydrated (laughs) and and staying well connected right so connected um, within through meditation practice and then tending to all of your relations your relationship to the earth your relationship to your home your relationship to your community right but keep it truly keep it simple and begin to recognize that everything can be good medicine Mm -hmm. if we just go back to the simplicity so good rest is essential Um, when I am doing intensives or say I'm going in to lead an intensive or a retreat um, especially if it's like week long Mm -hmm. I always arrive a couple days before and I give myself what's called the reintegration period (laughs) so when i come back you know to my home base i have a couple of days and there's you know simple things i do but all the the things that i do or have dialed in support that support in keeping it simple um can you say that in a different way because uh you said Mm -hmm. you give yourself a few days before you start or lead an intensive Mm -hmm. And so right. doing that beforehand is your way to get into space to lead right. the ceremony. And then were you saying something about afterwards? You also right. try and keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, I call it the reintegration period. So I give myself a couple of days. I don't go right into work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I come back from an intensive like Mm -hmm. if I in particular like if I've been on a week intensive or leading Mm -hmm. or what have you I don't go straight into teaching I I give myself one or two days to reintegrate into my home life Mm -hmm. right my relations there to get grounded um, to get back into you know my daily practices you know take good care and to be able to recognize that everything um, can be good medicine, right? So being aware of how to cultivate that in my life. Um, and if something doesn't feel like it's good good medicine to me, then to you know begin to just let that go and, and dissolve it in a way. As we make these upgrades, as we continue the work on ourselves, things naturally fall away. That's the law of the universe. When you bring something in, you have to let something go. Mm-hmm. So so often when we uh, do these intensives or we do spiritual work, you receive upgrades. Maybe it's a new personal realization or some knowledge. And to really fully integrate that, things have to fall away. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to let something go, whether it's an old belief, an old habit. Um, sometimes it can be, uh, you know, a relationship. Um pattern old patterning old old programming it can be actually physical stuff um so that's a really important part of integration because a lot of times what happens is that people will take intensives or trainings or or retreats they receive these upgrades and the the frequency is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um, in their body and they're not able to hold it so what often happens is that they go home and then they do what I call dumping the energy, mm-hmm. whether it's through uh, watching horrible programming, you know, binge watching something or, uh, you know, eating, you know, overeating or overindulging the senses in some way to then just dump the energy. Mm-hmm. So it's like dumping all of the work that you just did or completed instead of really integrating it and the easiest way to integrate is again through the rest 
through the self-reflection, keeping it simple, staying well hydrated, and continuing to look at the life as you reintegrate into your life, what, you know, what's staying, what's going, what's shifting, how do I apply this? It's all practice. So it sounds like when you are done with an intensive, a workshop, a ceremony, whatever you want to label this as, you almost give yourself some foundational space to grow this new component of yourself. You said you come home and you won't go back into work. You won't go back into, quote unquote, what that routine is. You almost give yourself this new space as if you're like, you know, repotting plants, right? You're you're cultivating right. all that nourishment um, to kind of grow this new aspect that's mm-hmm. that's just come in and ready ready to unfold. Yeah, it's important because, of course, our conditioning is to just. I mean, I don't know about you, but our conditioning is to just like get back at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, it's yeah. like the human. It's even if there was yeah. like a, a loss or a grief. You know, how often, and this is really holds true in my um, maternal lineage, where there has been like periods of intense grief or loss and the women in the family just, you know, put on their boots and and got to work, Mm -hmm. like carried on Mm -hmm. because they had to for, for the family. And even if it's not something as catastrophic or or huge loss or grief or uh, transition, still, when we're taking time for these practices or an intensive, we still need to tread lightly, gently in our day-to-day so we can integrate. It's not about just sucking it up and then going back because then we go back to forgetting Mm -hmm. when we've just awakened remembering Mm -hmm. and in human terms it seems like because i know we're going to send this to all the people who came to the retreat because it's going to be so helpful (laughs) but for anybody who's out there exploring different experiences like that or like what we had held last week um It's so interesting because these things, I want to make it as tangible as we can for anybody who's gone through this, right? So, um, because there is such shifting and, 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 um, newness wanting to come through, uh, when we, when we get triggered, it's almost like we, we have to go into a state of releasing expectations over who we were, right? Because Mm-hmm. through any ceremony workshop intensive you are going to step into if if you allow it to happen you're going to step into the next version of yourself that's wanting to emerge mm-hmm. and so um in that i sometimes feel like people enter into a state of confusion sometimes and that's why people say it's so hard to integrate back into my life after i had an experience and to me the confusion seems to just be this moment where you don't have to attach to anything right confusion it gives right. you all options through all pathways and so confusion right. is really a good thing but in human terms it scares us because in confusion we don't know we don't know <laughs> right yeah it's just about allowing space not pushing yeah not holding really. on to an old pattern because it's familiar, it's controlled, and yeah. just allowing the self to be expansive. And oh, Kristen, yes, I've been, um, she's been holding on to yeah, this one. <laughs> I've been really big on symbolism and metaphors. And I remember when you were talking a little bit ago, um, I remember drinking the first sip I took of this bitter c- cacao. I thought, you know. The chocolate I'm used to has more sweetness to it, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like it was a metaphor for life, like to go back to the basic, raw, um, unaltered, mm. um, natural substance where our whole life we're trying to put the sweet in, we're trying to make it taste better. Yeah. And um, 
I thought that pure <laughs> so cacao, you know, is opening your heart. It didn't, there wasn't any sweetness to it. It was bitter and, um, but yet this is supposed to open your heart, which it, I felt like it did. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was kind of a metaphor for how we live. Um, we're always trying to fill it with sweetness because it's, it makes it taste better. And uh, right. the cacao was bitter yet opened your heart. With a lot yeah. of trust, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. room really embodied trust from the participants if it was their first time or they've experienced it with you or someplace else. And just like Kristen said, it's so elemental, it's so basic. It's, it's really where we all began. And when we were younger, we all had a lot more trust without different... Um, Forces, the media, products, sales, supermarkets, pushing their version of whatever it is that we need to be doing. And here you are experiencing the most basic, pure Peruvian ceremonial cacao with just water. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then just the and Saraswati essence. Love. And sa- I was yeah. about to say <laughs> the, es- the essence of Saraswati's <laughs> teachings and infusing that into your system. It's I don't know, it's like almost you could feel it going into your veins, into absorption into your intestines. T minus 10 minutes, we were all laughing yes. and giddy yes. and giggling and yes. the bubbles were raising. It yes. was like a champagne bottle being uncorked in that room. Yes. Yeah. A lot of fun. And it it's smelled exactly as what, sweet as like yeah. the chocolate you eat. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. You taste that it. was amazing. It's, um, <laughs> it, it doesn't taste as sweet as some of the chocolate I eat. <laughs> no, you could have eaten the air. Yeah. You could have eaten, open your mouth and take, or, or yeah. open your nostrils, take a deep breath in, mm-hmm. and you felt like you were eating. Contact eye. Contact eye. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. No, it's yeah, it just brings that innocence back that Barry was speaking of. It reminds us of our our childlike innocence our purity yeah well i i feel like we have to it do you have a little bit more time i have about five minutes okay so then maybe (laughs) we'll ask you because we have two um two dharma school (laughs) owners teachers leaders here and so um i feel that's powerful as well so uh saraswati you're dharma syracuse Mm -hmm. correct and barry you represent dharma ohio so um i would just love for you know we've mentioned this a few times and haven't really talked at all about what what that means or you know for anybody who doesn't know um dharma and and what that means to be part of it so if you if you could tell me your end and then we'll let you exit (laughs) when you need to and then barry can continue the conversation for you (laughs) with you that would be that would be great and then i can listen to um barry's offerings on the recap once this is online yay (laughs) um you know sri dharma mitra is uh a living yoga master and his guru was swami kalashananda yogi gupta um, who brought yoga he, here to the West, I believe in the, the 50s, and he brought it to the East Coast. And he um, deemed Sri Dharma as the Hatha Yoga master, the leading Hatha Yoga master in the world. And for anybody who's met Dharma, he's actually turning 79 this year, and they're having a wonderful weekend immersion in New York City, if you can make it. But you know, to be in the presence of a living master, he's, you know, such a light. Um, it's a blessing and honor to be in his experience and just the most humble uh, human being uh, on on the planet and is an embodiment of this unconditional love, this compassion, um, while selflessly giving all the teachings of the the yogic science for over 50 years and he doesn't just you know keep certain things um, a secret he just shares all of his knowledge day in and day out uh, tirelessly so the lineage that me and Barry are part of is the Dharma yoga lineage and it's 
not only steeped in tradition, but the teachings that Sri Dharma has passed on and continues to pass on in his New York City Center um, through his teacher training programs and uh, various daily classes and workshops hold all the parts of yoga. So it's so although they look asana-based from the outside and when you're in the class you're doing all the, the hatha yoga poses, um, they're steeped in all the forms of yoga, right? The knowledge form, the path of jnana yoga, path of raj yoga, you know, meditation, um, bhakti yoga. His path was... Uh, a lot based in karma yoga and to this day he's such a karma yogi you always see him uh, you know doing things in his centers and his temple fixing things Um, you know he's very hands on you'll often be in a class in a pose holding a pose which seems like for a lifetime (laughs) because he's so adamant and determined to helping others find success in the pose and will you know go around and spend time with you until you get it so if he sees that you got it he'll stand right by you and be assisting and adjusting you until that person is like oh i got it (laughs) um so you know i could talk about uh dharma yoga forever (laughs) but i'll let barry take over and yeah it's just a it's a wonderful uh, opportunity and, and blessing to be able to carry on uh, this lineage and the teachings of Sri Dharma and have a school here in Syracuse, which I'm sure Barry feels the same about her space in Ohio. So if you could just again tell people who are in your area, because we have people from all over listening, how to find you, okay. that would be great. Yeah, so I've been uh, open here for, it'll be 16 years in September right on Onondaga Lake and again it's dharmayogasyracuse.com or you can find me on Instagram Dharma Yoga Syracuse or Facebook Saraswati Om beautiful thank you so much for coming on once again your light and love and energy are just so so such a blessing for us here so thank thank you you for having me I so look forward to coming back to Walden and it's wonderful to connect with all of you. Lots of love Genesee, Christine and Bari. Thank you so much. Yes. Have a good day. Thank Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, Barry. Okay, well, the floodgates will just. I open know. Up. I'm gonna have to keep eye contact keep because eye contact. Barry, we will lose minutes. Barry. We will lose Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's just go back to saying what Saraswati said. It is an honor and a great blessing to ha- be in the presence of. Dharmaji, Guruji, Sri Dharma Mitra, who is the light and love of so many Dharma yogis and yogis and people around the world. Mm-hmm. And what an exceptional blessing to be bestowed that, not just a blessing, but like an amazing experience to think that um, Sri Dharma gave his blessing, Eva gave her blessing towards creating Dharma Yoga Ohio's existence at Spa Walden. Mm-hmm. And then through my teaching, having gone through the 500-hour teacher training with Sri Dharma and just gleaning so much, as Saraswati said, from all the different um, aspects, mm-hmm. Hatha Yoga, Raja Yoga, Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, pranayama, meditation, the eight limbs of yoga, everything that has been infused into the teacher training and the countless hours I've spent time studying at the Dharma Yoga Center to then bring that concept to Walden Wellness, to Walden. And I feel so compelled to say I will go also tomorrow. I'm leaving for New York City for the Dharma Yoga Center to start my 700-hour, 1,000-hour mm. teacher Congratulations. training. Thank you. I'm so excited. Can I ask, yes. um, is Dharma Yoga, if people are looking at their yo- local studios and see Dharma Yoga being offered, is that a yoga practice that anybody can to- do? Is it more advanced? It's, what? it's all levels. There mm-hmm. is Dharma Gentle, Dharma One, two three 
and four for being the most athletic, let's mm-hmm. say vigorous, advanced asana. And then also this new practice that I am going to bring exclusively through Dharma Yoga Teacher Training 700 Hour mm-hmm. will be called Charging Practice, oh. where asana becomes as wonderful as meditation. Meditation is integrated into the asana. Mm. So this is the practice that Sri Dharma is doing now, mm-hmm. currently in New York City at Dharma Yoga. Is this Yoga. a new concept for him? or well, is it- I think it's a, an evolving concept where everything that he has always been teaching, but mm-hmm. now fresh for 2018, 2017, yeah. he's now putting it into this title. language. Yeah. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. even see some Dharma Yoga charging practice uh, classes on the Cody, C-O-D-Y app, mm-hmm. that app, that fitness app where he has charging practice and also on Vim- Vimeo, oh, Vimeo, Vimeo, he has um, a Mahasadna and the charging practice and a lot of his classes that you can purchase and download both Cody and Vimeo. And you can't believe what's going on. He is having an amazing birthday weekend, uh, May uh, next, not this weekend, but the following weekend, mm-hmm. uh, 79 years young. <laughs> and he just is an example of how you can be healthy, both in your mind, both in your body, both in your demeanor, both with your relationships to students, friends, family, everything. Mm-hmm. And you can just keep giving and keep receiving mm-hmm. and sharing yourself and mm-hmm. being in a happy life, a content life, a well-balanced life. And he's teaching you the essential tools. You have a toolbox now. Mm-hmm. Things go wrong. Things are going on. You need to tap into you. Well, now, through Dharma Yoga, you can tap into you. And so, yes, all levels, mm-hmm. beginner, gentle, the even someone who's new to yoga mm-hmm. can feel Dharma Yoga integrate into their life and benefit. And so Kristen's in studio with us, and she's actually going through the teacher training program. That Barry, you you teach, and it's a Dharma lineage teacher training. And so how would you explain this process, going through a teacher training so that you can teach? Well, I've enjoyed it. And the one reason, I met with Barry before I decided where I was going to train. And what appealed to me first was I love the Walden. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, I met with her, and she said it could be self-paced. So... Mm -hmm. In my busy life, I have four kids. I couldn't cram in six weeks or eight weeks of a 200-hour training because I knew um, it's something I wanted, but I knew it wouldn't fit in my life, Mm -hmm. and it would just cause me stress. So Mm -hmm. that was one of the main reasons um, when she said it could be self-paced, and I think it's a great way because I feel like I'm learning things throughout the journey, and if I just crammed it all in six weeks... I might not question things the same or um, experience it the same. Well, and again, back to the whole, you know, this is, even if it's a six-week intensive, it's an intensive no Mm -hmm. matter what. And so in that time, there's so so many things that are changing, downloading, activating within a person, right? We're expecting somebody to go to a six-week course and by the end of it, be able to teach people how to be a whole, healthy human being mind body spirit and so i love at walden that barry's created this program where it's um inclusive if you want to do it in six weeks and power through it you can but i don't think many people do they love taking it at their own pace through their own integration period and really people i've talked to other teachers who have come out (laughs) out the other end with their certification in hand and they say the fact that they could actually do it a whole year and have that they learn so much more and we're able to live the practices yes actually day by day you know and integrate it into their life which was a lot more powerful yeah so i i mean i encourage everyone to go to dharma yoga new york city and do a 200 hour 500 hour 700 800 hour whatever suits their needs in new york city But that doesn't work for everyone, and I do want to share everything that I've learned. So my course is not a pure Dharma Yoga certificate. It's not. It's more a Walden Wellness, highly um, influenced by Sri Dharma's teachings from the yoga end. Yeah, you'll know the lineage, but it's a Walden Wellness Yoga Alliance Certified Certified Certificate. 
100 hour <laughs> teacher training yoga lion certified so sign up oh. and come see us find it on yourwalden.com well thank you ladies so much for coming in studio it's been such a blast thank you thank you Hi. so much thank well, you have a good weekend namaste namaste to everybody namaste. to discover more or need a recap of today's show subscribe to the wellness walden youtube channel or go to www.yourwalden.com to access the latest content and videos from this show and more the wellness hour with genesee on karma radio every friday at 11 a.m